Good evening, folks. We're doing another live. And today, uh, I just kind of want to come on here and similar to last night, just come on and, and talk, right? The, this always seems to be the best type of uh, format. People enjoy it the most and it's free flowing, natural, right? And there's no real, you know, script or anything behind it, right? As always, you know, check out the links in the description. I recently released a real estate agogi, offer a ton of stuff to people. Um, if you're looking to, you know, make some moves in real estate, I can help you. If you need coaching, I help you. All this stuff is in the description. Check it out. All right. But let's talk about the the evil word today, failure. Now, typically when we start working with people and we first start describing to them, right? Like let's say somebody starts to learn about NLP and they understand the connection between the words and the mind and the subconscious mind. Um, we initially will tell them and, and kind of school them a little bit on the power of words, right? And why a word like failure, which by definition we believe to be, at least initially before we learn more, we view it as absolute, meaning like once you fail, you fail and that's it, right? We'll change the word around. What I'm talking about today goes beyond that, right? Somebody's a beginner, for sure. We want to say challenge. We want to switch that word. But after you ascend on your personal development journey a little bit farther, you don't have to do that stuff anymore, right? You understood it, right? You you adopted that that technique. You you've installed that technology, right? You can be around that word now. We can discuss failure, and it doesn't affect you as much subconsciously. Why? Because you're out there hustling and you're doing your thing. And when you're out there hustling and doing you're doing your thing, and failure doesn't phase you anymore, that word, right? Not getting the result the first time, so on and so forth. Then you've graduated, and now you can start to use this word again. Okay. So if you're newer, right, you want to go watch my old shit from you know eight, nine, ten years ago. Learn that stuff, get that foundation going. Then you can fast forward to what we're talking about today, right? Because what I want to do is is play with your mind a little bit, right? Um, I want to kind of mess around with this stuff a little bit. I want to give you different examples, different insights, and kind of take the sting and the, we can say the, the negativity of the word, right? So when we think failure, right? We think failure is absolute and we forget that we look at the word incorrectly, okay? So typical day for me as I started as an entrepreneur 10 years ago, with how the world knows me today. BC, starting Team BC, starting in real estate, LA, Southern California, lone soldier, broke, nobody knows who I am. I'm starting my journey, right? You have to go out there and talk to people. If you're an entrepreneur, if you sell, you need to talk to people all the time, every day, 24-7, right? The inability for people to do that, the lack of being able to put your feet to the fire and actually take massive action is what causes that tremendous failure rate in small businesses, real estate, sales, all that stuff. People just flat out don't do enough, period. I don't care if you don't have talent. I don't care if you think you suck, right? I don't care which way you slice it. The, the lack of action is the lion's share of those fatalities, we can say, of the failures, right? That's just the bottom line. But when we look at it, when we look at that word, failure meaning you didn't get the result. So as an example, if I go make a phone call, I approach somebody, what is the result that I'm seeking? I'm seeking the result for them to do business with me, show interest, talk to me, whatever your end desire is. Meaning every interaction, right? 
if I talk to somebody, if I talk to somebody and they don't move forward in our, in our dialogue, meaning they reject me, they don't give me their number, they don't agree to buy my product or service, technically, technically, I failed. Technically. Technically, right? One could make the argument that I failed. Therefore, as we start looking into this first point, you start to see that failure is a necessary component. Take the emotion out of it. I don't care about the emotion. And neither should you if you're an adult. If you can't deal with uncomfortable feelings, you're still a little kid. But let's put that up first. If uncomfortable feelings, nervousness, excitement, all that stuff stops you from taking any action, you're literally still 10 years old. That's not a valid excuse as an adult. That's a valid excuse to people because everyone else says that shit. But do you want to be like everyone else? If you catch the language patterns that come out of your mouth, certain things you say, excuses you make, stories you say, find the parallel version of somebody who says those same and uses that same syntax and language patterns. Do you want a life like them? Because very quickly, uh, quickly when you do what I just said, you'll be like, uh-oh, I need to make a change. Because then reality hits you. And you're like, uh-oh, I didn't know that I sound like them. I didn't know that I talk like them. Them being something that you don't desire. Average, right? Low income, whatever it is. Lack of confidence. You fill in the blank. So if we go back to that point, failure was a necessity. Meaning in this equation of achievement, the variable of failure has to be present. You can't take it out. For, for the option of somebody saying yes to you, by sheer virtue of the existence of yes, the opposite must exist, which is no. You see how this game is? There's two sides to that coin. Heads is yes, tails is no in this example. You can't have a coin without both sides. So what is with this incessant, like, I'm scared to fail and all this other nonsense that people say, what does that even mean? I'm afraid of failure. That doesn't make any sense. You see, people never even stop and analyze. They never even stop to, to really listen to what they're actually saying or question what they say. Imagine that person saying, wait, what do I mean? I'm afraid of failure. What does that even mean? Because when I ask people that, I never get a story. Well, you know, I've, I, I tried this last year and, and blah, blah, blah. Like I never get a legitimate story. It's just like I'm scared or it turns into something like that. It's like, well, then you don't fear failure. You're just saying that. But again, go back to the beginning. What we say becomes the truth. Why do we say that if it doesn't make any sense? Just like a lot of times people describe something that isn't an emotion and they say, I feel blah, blah, blah. That's not an emotion. That's improper communication. What do you mean you feel this, this, this? That's not an emotion. Why are you describing something with I feel? I feel signifies through that syntax that you're going to talk about an emotion. You're not talking about an emotion. Why do you say I feel? Right? So again, just giving a description to things, the way we discuss these subject matters, you need to sharpen that up. Because for many of you, that's not vocalized. You're not saying it to me and other people. That's just going on up here. But you're having these twisted, wrong conversations in your head. And then you wonder why the world's not responding the way that you want. Why you have no energy, right? No confidence. You can't get your ass out of bed to do anything. 
and there's like this big question mark with everything but it starts there you see but that's the silent enemy i call it because nobody experiences that or knows what's going on up here except for you unless you have a very close coach or friend that you share these intimate things with which is why all of you need help if you don't have that type of coaching or help you need it like desperately for more than what i just described but that's one of the most important reasons because if no one's addressing that and helping you and guiding you with that are you going to figure it out on your own because your current circumstances and life experience say no you're not you won't So when we look at this thing, the description of failure, we look at it as a component in the puzzle, right? Two sides of the same coin. Without no, there's no yes. Yeah, that all sounds fancy, but what does it mean? Meaning it's a necessary component in life. Also, directly tied to this, why do we a lot of times look at failure as bad? Because of the negative emotions associated with it. Now, you didn't care when you were a kid, but you care now as an adult. Right. So another thing I find with that is just like with failure, just like with failure, you know what people do? They want to like try to deny their experience of emotions. You see, as a human being, you're going to experience a wide variety and array of emotions, right? They're already in you as a human being. You can't experience the ones that you enjoy, enthusiasm, happiness, confidence, and not have the other ones. It's just like I said earlier with the failure component. By virtue of them being able to tell you, yes, no must exist. By virtue of you feeling what you would describe as good, bad must also exist, which is our own perverted definitions of these things most of the time. And that changes with time. Being spiritual 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, got you killed and buried alive and burned alive. Now it's cool. Now everybody wants to be spiritual. So understand that these things are components of life. When you accept that, then you tackle this thing head on, knowing that you can't circumvent it. You can't cheat it. You can't hide it. You have to learn how to deal with it. Ergo, i.e. personal responsibility, accountability, and then the discipline and commitment to face whatever that is. Okay, I have to deal with these emotions. I need to learn to sit with them. Okay, I need to accept the fact that I'm going to be told no. And then I need to go out there and be told no a lot. I can't just say that, then get told no once and quit. That's not the way it works. You know? Another thing is, it's not, it's not like finite. It's not... That's it. It's not like failure is, they say no, and then the game is over. You know when the game is over? When you refuse to continue to participate. You see, as a salesperson, right? As an entrepreneur, if I go to a customer, let's say they reject me in a real nasty way. Yeah, you're a loser. Fuck you, right? Like think of the worst, like the worst of the worst. I can think of a few that have happened to me and you can think of the same. But at what point does that become a failure? When you hear that and then you stop, then it's a failure. Why? The timeline stops and doesn't continue, meaning you're not playing the game anymore. Now, if you make that decision, it's on you. You have no one to blame but yourself, but then you make failure a reality. Then you become the person who tells the stories about how you didn't make it in this and that and real estate or entrepreneurship. You become that sob 
sad story that people make fun of you, by the way, when, when you're, well, 20 years ago, I did this. No one cares. No one cares. You're made fun of in private by people. Now, you know that that happens, but for whatever reason, we think socially it's cool. It's not. It's not. Not at all. So again, you quit, you fail. You continue, you haven't failed. You're still in the game. It would be like a back and forth basketball game or football game or baseball game that never ends. You can't say one team lost, no matter what inning it is, no matter what quarter it is, because the game hasn't finished. The winner is declared or the loser is declared when? When the game is over. So it's either you quit or maybe tomorrow you can say uh, that person passed away and they couldn't continue. Okay, right? You see, but you have to understand where I'm coming from here, right? Everything I'm describing to you right now puts everything back on the individual. That's what I love about this shit. Not only is it airtight logically, is when you break this down for people, it grants them the inability to escape responsibility for their life, the circumstances, and the results that they're getting or not getting because you have to take credit for both. That's, that, that's what's wrong with our culture right now. When people do something good, they want all the attention. But when something goes bad, they don't want to accept that, that it was themselves. They want to point the finger and blame. No, dude. If you got the credit, give yourself the praise. You deserve it. But if you fucked up or you didn't get it, own it. Own it. It goes both ways. It goes both ways, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot escape that. You see? But see, that's what builds character as an individual. When you can stand there and raise your hand and say, I failed. And even if people laugh at you, you stand there and you say it. That, that's what makes you strong. The ability to do what others are unwilling or unable to do. This is why you get so much hate, by the way, when you want to do something different or go after your goals. Because other people are unwilling to do it and they want to shoot you down. So you're on their level. It's an emotional attack, right? It's very, uh, it's like a subconscious thing. A lot of people don't even know they're aware when they're doing it. Like they're not aware of it at all. They don't even realize that they're doing it until you call it out a lot of times. And they still won't admit it, even if you call it out. You see? But that's an indicator of many that you're growing and evolving. I can come online and say, I failed a lot. I've made terrible failures when it comes to business, money, personal relationships, friendships, life decisions, but they've led me to where I'm at today. And those failures or bad decisions, whatever you want to call them, gave me the ability to level up in those categories. Because when I go out, right, and I attack life, what do I get back in return? Feedback. The feedback lets me know the results, right? The reactions I'm getting, if I'm on the right track or not, and what adjustments I need to make. If I'm out there talking to people selling and nobody's buying, it's not the customers, it's me. So I can go back to the drawing board and say, okay, what's my pitch? Maybe I need to refine it. Okay, let me try this. Go out there again. Come back. Damn, I'm still not getting the results. Okay, let's change this. The failure gives you the feedback you need and the indicators to show you what needs to change for you to grow, period. There's no way around that. I say it again, you cannot escape this dynamic. Everyone's trying to cheat the process. That's what you hear. I like to be a little bit more eloquent. You cannot escape this dynamic. Or if you like it better, you can't cheat the process, dude. It's the process. People will, will waste their lives and their life savings trying to cheat the process instead of just doing it the way it's supposed to be fucking done. 
It blows my mind. It really does. We're some stubborn people, us human beings, man. We're stubborn as fuck. We don't want to change. We bitch and complain. We point the finger. We don't want to admit our faults. We want to, you know, talk up a, a little win and make it a big win to, to inflate our egos. It's insane how strong and pathetic we are simultaneously as a species. It really is. I mean, take a look at the world. It's glorified to literally poison yourself by drinking alcohol. And then if you don't, you're the loser. That's in our fucking culture. At least here in the States. I don't know how it is everywhere else, right? You're labeled the loser, the party pooper, the you're boring if you don't drink. Yeah, I don't want to poison myself, bro. So I'm a what? Like, we're fucking sick. Shit is backwards, man. So understand what I just described because you wanting to be a millionaire or make six figures, you're in the smallest percentile if you get to do it. Like a lot of times I stop, I'm like, wow, like I'm in the top 1% of income earners here, like in the world. That's nuts. And many of you watching, if I'm new, you wouldn't think that that's true. But again, sometimes like, because I, I don't think in those terms anymore. But everything in my life, how I talk, how I carry myself, everything about my life, when I look at the average person, like I said in the beginning, it doesn't align. How I live, how I speak, how I carry myself, what I do in a day, how I live my life is not similar to anybody or that top whatever percentile. So that makes sense. But beneath that is I was willing to do what others are not willing to do from everything. Change of thought process, change of social circle, change of habits, you know, career choice. I'm going to be an entrepreneur and risk it. You got to risk it for the biscuit, right? I'm going to risk it while all of you conform and get your jobs, even though some of you don't want a job, but you're, you would rather be safe. Fair enough. But accept what comes with being safe. You can't, you can't choose that route and then bitch about it. You chose it. You made your bed, lay in it and stop complaining. That's the problem with society, right? What I just described. They'll make the choice and then bitch about it. No, you can't. You made the choice, dude. You got to make a choice. I chose to risk it and I continue to do that. And I'll, I'll fail a lot along the way and deal with a lot of extra attention and criticism and harassment and all that shit, but good. Because I know that's what it, what's going to be required and what I need to go through to get to where I want to go. And the other route is what? You play it safe. Cool. But then you live the life and existence of playing it safe. You can't have both. You see, people want to try to play it safe and play by these rules, but then reap the benefits and rewards of this side. Eh, not going to happen. Not going to happen. And for many of you watching now live or the recording, you already know that that's true because it's happened to you. You try to cheat the process or skip something and guess what happened? You fell on your fucking face and you will continue to until you make the adjustments. In every area. It blows my mind too. Like if we talk about just communication and communication skills, how unwilling people are to really get good at it. They're not willing to do anything. Oh, can I read a book? You think reading a book is going to make you a fantastic communicator? You're delusional. It's like, why does it stop there? Why isn't it? Hey, bro, can I learn from you? Who do I need to learn from? 
how can I get on stages right now to work on it? Can I go to the comedy club and, and do an improv and be put on stage to embarrass myself to get better and, and work out those nerves? Like you need to get out there and, and, and just do it all. If that's, you know, the communication, you want to be a top dog, you're going to have to do that. Approach people on the street. You got to do it all and fully saturate yourself in that or whatever else you're doing, you follow that path to get good. And in that, you will swim in failure. I've done improv in front of people in a comedy club. You think that shit is fun? I'm not a fucking comedian. Now, I, I thought I did pretty good, especially the second time, right? And I felt comfortable, but that shit is still scary. That is not cool, right? It's like you're standing up there naked and people are judging you. See, but I was willing to do that, regardless of how I felt. There was no fucking excuse. I did one yesterday on the excuses. There was no excuse. If you want it bad enough, you'll do that. Don't give me the story about how you're not. Nobody wants to hear it, especially me. Hey! So are you willing to fail? I was willing to go on stage and be fucking booed and kicked out of the club, right? Like, you know, uh, Uncle Phil throwing out uh, jazz and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ah, I was willing to go through that. And then have people bash me on social media or anything. I didn't care. Why? I knew by doing that, I would level up and get better. And I was willing to do whatever the fuck it took to get there. Period. Point blank. And nothing and no one's going to stop me. You see? But I'm clear about what I want. And I go after what I want with intent. Accepting failure along the way. Knowing that after a certain amount of failures, boom. You'll progress and then eventually you'll achieve. You'll succeed. Again, you cannot escape that dynamic you cannot escape that dynamic the longer you avoid it the harder it gets to start and the further away you are from actually having any kind of progress or success in those categories whatever they may be period period and i will come on here until the day that i'm no longer on these platforms and i will tell you every fucking day until you start doing it if that's what it takes it is so simple. We complicate shit. We become the barrier. Your own mind, your own self-talk, your own excuses, right? Your own weakness, your own stubbornness. All that is really what gets in the way. Why is failing so bad? Because those pathetic people around you who aren't even really your friends will say some shit to you? Why don't, you're not willing to sacrifice that for what you want and who you want to become and the life that you want to live? Good, then you don't deserve it. I'll tell you, you don't deserve it. You don't. You want to grow a business, but you want to be secret. You don't want to produce on social media. You don't want to talk to people. You don't want anybody to know you. Then you don't deserve a big business. Name big businesses that a lot of people know that make a lot of money that everybody likes and nobody talks shit about them. Because that's why people don't want to be public. They're afraid of criticism and hate and judgment. and Because uh, if it was all positive attention, they wouldn't give a fuck. Most people, they wouldn't care. They would love it. They would gloat in it, actually. They would, they would, their egos would be so stroked doing that. Oh, I'm the shit. Look at me. Give me attention. They don't want to deal with the negative. Therefore, because you get both when you're big, you don't deserve it. You can't have one without the other. Again, you cannot escape this dynamic. I'll give you a million fucking examples. You see? My failures outweigh most people's attempts by far. By far.
again, I don't know if you saw my old YouTube channel. I did a video where I knocked on like over a hundred thousand residential doors over my career in real estate, selling stuff door to door. I don't know how many, like hundreds of thousands of phone calls. I mean, it's just insane how much rejection I've gone through and failures I've had, but I've made a shit ton of money in the process. I've developed as a human being. I've employed other people. I've enriched other people's lives. I built up online platforms and coaching and all this other shit. Cool. I'll take the, the failures to equate to that type of life. So when you look at what it takes to buy a Lamborghini, have big platforms, make a lot of money, it's what I just described. I was willing to go through it. And that's why I was compensated in proportion to what I gave. You see, people try to cheat that process. They want to give only a little bit. I'm only going to fail like once or twice, but I want all the rewards. And eh, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Are you willing to work the 8, 10, 12 hour days to then earn only working one day a week or having time and location freedom? You don't have to snap your fingers and have time and location freedom and passive or residual income. You got to work your ass off to get there, dude. And you're going to do shit wrong and fail along the way like I did to finally get that to click. It's not going to happen overnight. Remember that book back in the day, the four-hour work week. You don't start with the four-hour work week. You probably work 70, 80, 90 hours a week, and then you get to four later on. So ask yourself, why are you so unwilling to fail? It is unfucking believable to me. Are we that weak? that we can't handle a little bit of criticism or falling and scraping our knee? Are, are, are we in that bad of a state as a species? We're only a few generations ago, we're doing all these big inventions and doing all this. And now it's like, imagine your ancestors three generations ago that had to like, you know, be nomads on the land, right? Foraging and killing animals and barely scraping by to survival. Well, I'm not motivated today. What? They would probably slap you. Isn't that a trip? But we never stop and we never take those things into consideration. I ask myself that all the time. Am I operating at the level that I need to operate? Am I stepping up and living and approaching this next thing as I must? Am I holding myself to a higher level of excellence continuously? Am I pushing myself more? Am I improving? Am I getting better? Am I being disciplined? Always checking, always, always, always. And I set up things and people around me to continuously push that and make it stronger and stronger and stronger. Because there's no stagnant state in this universe, ladies and gentlemen. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. You're not staying the same. Staying the same is declining. But when I look back, breaking down into tears and all this stuff, that is what has defined me because the character traits the development the money the success the clout the platforms all this stuff has been a direct result of the amount of failures the extreme amount of failures the amount of rejection that i would deal with in one day when i was starting out as an entrepreneur would probably crush people for months it's probably what they accumulated within months is what I did in one day because of the amount of action that I was taking. But why do you think my skin is so fucking thick now? When you oversaturate yourself like that, dude, you become immune to that shit. I don't care. Reject me. I was talking about uh, this with, with some of the guys at the park yesterday. I said I would purposely in front of people approach people incorrectly and get rejected just to show them 
you live to fight another day, dude. It's not a big deal to get rejected. You just saw it. You see me fucking crying about it or complaining? No. It's not a big deal. You will survive. Go. Now that you've seen me do it, go. Fail. Fail more. Fail more. Okay, then you'll succeed. Cool? Okay, guys. Appreciate you joining. Uh, we will be continuing the, the the live shows as we develop and have more topics. We'll start bringing people on. It's going to get interesting and fiery. So make sure if you're here on YouTube, you like the video, that we pushes it to the algorithm. Uh, moving forward, I'm going to be coming on the live chat on YouTube and dropping the link. It's going to be... Um, it's going to be fun because I'm really looking forward to having people on. All right. That's it for this one, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.